Welcome everybody, I'm Chris Bobbies with my heterosexual life mate, Jeff Miller, and this is Locker Room Talk. This is our inaugural episode, so thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk sports and shoot the shit. Shoot the shit? Yes. What do you mean by that? What is um, shooting the shit? Shooting like, the shit. have a barrel full of shit and just you know, go at it? Uh, yeah, and shoot it around. Sounds good you to know, me. You know, poop shoot. It works. Sounds good to me. Why don't you tell our audience a little about yourself? Guy from Brooklyn. I love uh, New York sports. I love sports in general. You know, big on the Yankees, Jets, Knicks. I'll keep my eye on the Giants, the Mets. Uh, you know, that's it. I didn't go to school because I fucking didn't feel like it. Don't ask me about it. Um, but yeah. My name is Jeff. Sure is. And uh, if my subtle voice and dull tones sound familiar, that's because I am a co-host of another podcast named... True Crimes Cold Case Files, which I do with uh, my friend of mine, Anthony Valentine. You're a podcast slut. That's I am, what you ain't are. I? Jumping from podcast to podcast. You know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't mind it. But this one is going to be totally different. This is my second passion in life. It's sports and pop culture and everything that intertwines to those two things. So if you are into those things, then please keep listening. If not, go fuck yourself. You bastards. You bastards. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the one thing that's on everyone's mind. What is that, Jeff? Big booty hoes. Big booty hoes. No, that's all Yankees. I want for my birthday. The Yankees. The Yankees? The goddamn Yankees. I love them. The boys in the stripes, man. How could you not love them? I mean, shit. 27, bro. <laughs> I mean, right? Come 27, on. 27, <laughs> bro. Uh, but here's the thing. Yankees uh, had a little tailspin this weekend. Oh, yeah. We just got swept by the Oakland A's. It was uh, pretty serious. We not only got swept, we got our ass handed to us. Absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, you can't, you know, with a team ERA of uh, 453 that's ranking 16th in the league. I mean, mm. I, I don't know how you could – you got to expect it at times. I mean, this offense is pretty much carrying the team. Okay, but listen I to mean, this. I mean, Gleyber is making history. Before we get into Gladby, let's just – Oh, is that what you're calling him, Gladby? What else are you going to call him? I call him, uh, I just say Glaber Day or, uh, you know, just, uh, just I, I, you know what? I like Gladden. It's a beat. Baby Torres, I like to call him. Baby Torres? Sweet Baby Torres. I don't know. That's just, that sounds like, uh, I can't call a grown man. Uh, oh, I'll call him baby. baby. Can't do it. I'll save room for pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the pitching stats collectively against the A's went something like this. 24 innings pitched, 25 hits, 16 earned runs, 5 home runs, 8 walks, 22 Ks, with a whip of 1.38. ERA of 6. That's not. Hap against them has an ERA over 11, guys. 11. 11. Do you know what that is? That's basically underarming it. You might as well. You know what, Hap? Why uh, Why put so much stress on your elbow? Just underarm it. Right? And get it over with. I mean, guys, I'm not saying that Oakland's a bad team. Oakland's a decent team. I just don't see them going anywhere I mean, anytime Yeah, soon. I mean, you're taking, you're, you're comparing a team that, you know, statistically and numbers-wise, the Yankees are hovering between 37 to 40 games over 500. I mean, the Oakland A's right now are what, like middle of the packed American League teams? I mean... Pretty much. I mean, really, who is it that is anchoring their team? I really don't even know. I got to, like, what what happened there? I don't know how we dropped that. I don't know how we got swept. It's not we got swept. I mean, swept. it's baseball. They're all major leaguers. We understand everyone is it's, talented. But it's the way they was winning because their batting stats, it wasn't that it was overpowering. It was the fact that they just got their timely hitting down. Well, that's what it comes down to, baseball. You know, you got to be you got to be timely. You got to be clutch. I mean, this is a team that's seventy four and fifty three right now. They hold the uh, the the second wild card spot. Uh, it's actually a tie with Cleveland, but they're still you know in the playoffs. It's a playoff team. You know the Yankees just caught a bad one. They got hot. What can I say? I mean, is it that the A's beat the Yankees or the Yankees I beat? Feel the Yankees. the Yankees beat the Yankees. If you if you really want my opinion, I feel the Yankees really beat themselves. I believe our pitching staff really just, you know, they're way too inconsistent. That brings me... Way too inconsistent. That brings us to our next point, the pitching staff. How bad of a pitching staff is this? It's a bad pitching staff, Jeff. It's a very bad pitching staff. You know, people ask me, uh, 
uh, will the current rotation propeller doom the Yankees? You know, even though I'm a Yankee fan and I'm dying to see number 28, um, you know, here's what dooms the Yankees. I mean, like I said before, the team ERA is a 4.53. It's 16th in the MLB. And here's a, nice, a little fun fact for you. Fun fact time. Over 1,100 innings pitched of baseball. And guess how many shutouts the Yankees has pitched? How many? Six. Six shutouts. Six shutouts over 1,100 innings of play. The Yankees' rotation of Tanaka, uh, Sabathia, Hap, Paxton. The only bright spot is Domingo Herman. I mean, he's up there in league leaders with wins. Um, he still has a bloated ERA, of course, of, of uh, 4.16. That's pretty bloated for somebody who has is more than a 15-game winner. You know, it's it's bad. It's, now, it's, do you it's think pretty rough. That this rotation could win a World Series. The only way that this rotation wins the World Series is if the uh, is if the bats stay hot. If the Yankees are still averaging like fucking eighteen runs a game, I mean, realistically, we were averaging like seven runs a game. Uh, if that goes on in the in the playoffs, which it can, I mean, everyone thought that the Yankees were going to you know just die off after all the injuries to John Carlos Stanton, with Judge Sanchez, Didi, everyone was out. Um, we brought up Urshela. We brought up uh, you know the time with Clint Frazier. DJ LeMayhew, the love of my life right now. I mean, how does that guy not win any awards this year? He's got to win a batting title. Uh, Where did he come from? He came from Colorado. Here's the thing. Everyone heard that (laughs) the Yankees signed LeMayhew. It was very under the radar. like, okay, why? Why do they need him? Why did the Yankees go out and sign another player? That's Brian Cashman. He knows what the fuck he's doing. And then people start going down. LeMayhew gets the job simply not because he won it. But because it uh, was didn't he out- win the job? I think he did. I'm uh, no. It, our starting, our starting third baseman was Enduar. He was supposed to start. Then we had Lemayo coming off because Lemayo could play multiple positions. Yeah, he could play the, the whole infield. He's played first. He's played short. He's played second. So we had him coming off the bench, and once Enduar gets hurt, Lemayo comes in, and then just whoops ass. Yeah, but- did you know that LeMayo leads the MLB in most hard hits this season? He sure does. 95 of his hits have been hard hits. That means that they're coming off the bat 95 plus miles per hour. Do you want to know why, Jeff? Why? Because he's a hard hitter. You think? <laughs> Just this much? <laughs> He's been the bright spot of the Yankees, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah, but one of many. Let's be real. Gio Urshela is a very, you know, bright spot. He came from the, from the, you know, this, uh, from the farm system. I haven't heard of Gio Urshela. He comes up. I've seen him a couple of times on uh, Path to Pinstripes, but I never thought he would be. His defense, his glove, his arm is so amazing. The, the plays that he does, and he makes it look effortless. So Gio Urshela is definitely... A, a bright spot in the Yankees. It has a lot to do with the with the wins that the Yankees have pulled off. I mean, he's a rookie and he's swinging the bat like he's been like he's a, a four or five year vet. Um, just it's collectively the offense is there. If you ask me, put this pitching staff on any other team with the ERA and the numbers. I mean, this team, the team that they would be on if they didn't have the offense and the brain of Brian Cashman of. This team is is barely over five hundred. I have to be with honest. this pitching staff. Put this pitching staff on any other offense in the league. I agree with you to an extent. I think the bullpen had a lot to do with these. Oh games. sure, we can't forget about the bullpen. Other dude, other than look, I know that uh, that um, Aroldis Chapman. I know that his numbers, like when you look at his numbers on paper, are stat. They look astounding. Where, where they look like, okay, this was a, a, a very dominant closer this year. But when you watch the games, bro, it's never a one, two, three inning. There's always a threat with Chapman. He'll come in on the, in the ninth. The Yankees will be up by one or two. The next thing you know, there's no outs with bases loaded, and his pinch count is like 37. That's not very good. Anything can happen. If you remember what happened a few years ago when he was on the Cubs, he almost lost the World Series. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. If you remember that meatball he tossed up to, to Rajah Davis, he just... Wamped it, you know. Well, I remember the thing. It's not the closer that I'm more worried about. To me, I'm it's always worried. the bridge to the closer. Well, everyone's saying we're going to get a gift with Batansis coming back, but we'll see. But when is Batansis showed showed signs of of shakiness? 
uh, on quite many occasions. I mean, we're, we was waiting yeah, everyone, for... Everyone's supposed to come back in September, from what I hear. That's what sources say. We've been waiting for our key players to come back in our pitching staff. The tents, yeah, like Severino, Montgomery, Severino. I, Severino's supposed to come back in September. There is no word on Montgomery. He's just more than likely shut down for the whole season. Okay, fine. He's young enough. Let's shut yeah, him down. Yeah, sure. I Let's agree. wait next season and see what happens. Severino comes back in September. He's he'll he have hasn't he'll have any. Yeah, he hasn't thrown an inning at all. I mean, I think he'll have maybe four starts, five starts. I don't know how many starts he'll have in September. Who knows? He he hasn't came back yet. Okay, the only good thing about that is that we will have a comfortable lead that where he does come back, we could just throw him out there. He could be our sixth starter and give the sure. give you know Tanaka the day off, give Happ a day off. I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Booney likes to do that. He likes to he likes to start Tanaka every five days. He doesn't like to give uh, Tanaka an extra day. I don't know if it's because of his options because he has no options, but. I don't think Booney's down with the sixth day. But here's the thing. When it comes closer to the playoff times, we're going to see big-time players get the rest that they deserve. They should. Absolutely. You don't think they Judge should. is going to sit down? What, before the playoffs? Of course he is. He should, especially with the injury bug looming large in the clubhouse. You you got to rest them. You got to rest your big-time players. Absolutely. You have to. This team reminds me a lot of... Kansas City when they won the World Series. A yeah. decent pitching staff, a dynamite bullpen, bullpen. and an insane offense. Because anyone tell me that Kansas City didn't have a good offense that year, their mistake. You couldn't miss. If you made a mistake, they were making you pay for it. Absolutely. Everyone in that lineup was bought in. Was just booming. Yeah. Agree. Totally agree. So, uh, you know, my overall expectations on the Yankees, I mean, I, as a baseball, you know, just being realistic in baseball. You're just I, a baseball? Yeah, yeah, I'm just a baseball. Have you seen my baseball? Have you seen? Not seen my baseball. But, yeah. Overall, I think the Yankees, I think the doom, um, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, it, it will be the pitching. It will be the rotation. It will be the, the rotation will doom them. Okay, do you think they're going to win the World Series? I, I just I don't see it's I'm. I don't know. I'm scared to be honest. I uh, if if we don't, it's the Dodgers. If the Yankees don't, it will be the Dodgers. That does it. I'm going to have to tell you guys right now. I don't think the Yankees have the pitching staff to win the World Series. I can agree. What is the old saying around baseball? Pitching wins championships. We don't have that. And. And unprotected sex brings babies. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your offense is. If you're going to run into people like Crenshaw and... Kershaw. Jeff's eating snacks. That's what his name's on the streets. Oh! <laughs> you see, you don't know that. Crenshaw. Kershaw, Crenshaw, California. It makes sense, it makes bro. sense. It makes sense, man. Hey, man, not going to knock it. I've been to Cali. It's beautiful. I mean, look at the pitching staff that Houston Astros have. They're gotta, they got a seven-headed uh, monster. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I, dude, the Astros, man. The Astros may give us a problem. They may give the Yankees a problem. May Maybe give that's, us a problem? They will because Granky Verlander tears has been tearing up the Yankees since Detroit. He's just been pounding our assholes. Uh, Granky, same thing. Uh, well, we got good numbers against Granky, but... I mean, Granky just handled us at his last start when uh, when the Yankees were in Arizona. Just completely hammered us. And Garrett Cole, flamethrower. Fucking flamethrower, bro. And then they got a couple pieces coming out of the bullpen? Exactly. Plus Altuve. All uh, these pitchers go the distance. Exactly. They're not four-inning pitchers, pitchers, 100%. You're going to see Verlander starting the seventh inning. And you're down 3-0. Exactly. It's not happening. You understand what I'm saying? So if... We make it past the first round. We will make it. I, if the Yankees will most likely lose in the ALCS, more than likely, because we're going to get matched up. I can't sleep on the Twins. I feel like if the Yankees get the Twins in the ALDS, I feel like the Twins will finally fuck us for all those years of punishment that we put them through. I don't think so. 
We ruined Justin Morneau's career. Oh, 100%. The Yankees ruined Justin Morneau's career. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But it's, that's not our fault. It's not our fault. No, it's uh, the Twins' fault for being from Minnesota. Exactly. Sorry to all you Minnesota interview uh, people that are listening. Inners? Yeah. I was going to say interviewers, but I'm the interviewer. <laughs> I'm not really an interviewer. No. I'm just... Okay, so <laughs> switching. Moving up. on. We are not Met fans. We're not, but I got to say that they are fucking hot. Hot, hot, hot down at City Field. I got to say that. Um, I wanted them to beat Kansas City, but they didn't. They uh, won two out of three. What? They won two out of three against Kansas City. No, I was talking about the World Series. Uh, but uh, now. Oh, my fault. Yeah, no, but now I'm saying um, um, I, I still don't see him catching the Cubs for the uh, second wildcard spot. I don't believe they the pitching staff as well. I believe they're they're on the right track though. They're definitely on the right track. I think um, their pitching staff is not well. Their pitching staff, their bullpen. I will take that pitching staff in a heartbeat. To have that three, oh my! Do you know if the Yankees had? I'm not. I'm not talking about the rotation. Hold on. Do you know if the Yankees had the Mets top three pitchers? Yes, I agree. Syndergaard, uh, Stroman, and uh, the other fucking guy, the awesome guy, who's the fucking shit. (laughs) I keep forgetting his fucking name. Uh, Degrom, Jacob Degrom. Yes. Do you know if that them three played? I love that. I was Jeff. I would have had a hundred wins already. Already, I was drooling for Jacob Degrom. I was dying for Cashman to make a deal with the Mets, my guy. I was dying for it. They wanted too much. Uh, you know what? I uh, they wanted Glaber Torres, and at that point, you just gotta say no. You just gotta say no. Glaber Torres is a perennial All Star. Mets, you shouldn't have been greedy. You should have given your players to the Yankees so they would have won a championship. There, at least they're in New York, my guy. Come on, fellas. Anyways. Spread the love. Like I said, I was rooting for you guys when you guys were in the when you guys were in the chip, bro. But you guys fell short. Anyways, the Mets do have a good team. They do. They Pete Alonso, what oh, a guy. Oh my god. What a guy. Where did Stud. He come from? Stud came from his mother's vagina. His vagina. Yes. But that's where he came from. He came out swinging bats, bro. Dude, the man shot out like a home run. That's exactly. what I hear. He's been high velocity since minute 1. He what leads a, a team in home runs, which is 40. 40 and RBIs, 97. Man's on pace to hit what fifty home runs? Over I'd say 120 fifty. Definitely not not one hundred twenty home runs. I meant man. to say RBIs. Come on, now you're okay. jerking the guy Hold off on. a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> I meant to say forty home runs. Well, he could hit fifty, and he could you know he could have over a hundred home runs very easily. He's, he's technically over hundred RBIs now. Uh, Ninety seven, hundred, same shit. Um, but yeah, Pete Alonso. Very. I think he's the. Uh, I think he's the one that that are you know. That's why I say they're on the right track. Okay, now do you think that if staying healthy, he's going to be the face of the Mets? Absolutely. The next Mike Piazza. Oh, on that level, yeah. If he if he puts up if he puts up these kind of numbers uh, over at least thirty home runs, hundred RBIs a season, absolutely, he's the face of the franchise. If that's your main guy who's constantly putting up those con- consistent numbers and having that much of an influence on your team, then absolutely, he. Automatically, he'll be the next uh, David Wright. Oh, David Wright. You, you, you got yeah, to. Yeah, but David Wright never put up numbers like this. Yes, he did. What no, are you man. talking about? He was a perennial third baseman, oh my guy. He never put up 30 He never hit runs. 50. He never hit 40, 45 home runs. I don't think so. But he's hit 30, 100, 100 RBIs. Yeah, but this man hit. He's over. And he's a rookie. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He could be better than Offensively, David he's better already than. Well, just the influence that that David Wright had on the team, the leader, the you know, the clubhouse guy, the the, the veteran who oh, knew. Oh, I how understand to, you all know, that. Um, so just that kind of presence alone. Plus, he's producing. He's still who's not going to take a thirty home run, hundred RBI bat in a lineup, and he's a leader. You know, he was the face of the franchise. So. He was, yeah. but I think that he's already surpassed him. I think that he. I can't is say already that now. On you can't. Level. No, you can't do that now. You can't because this is he is this a rookie season. You have to give and him and look at the numbers he's putting yeah. up. Yeah, okay, let him season. let him do it next season too. You don't think he can? I'm not saying I, I'm not saying he can't, but let's see if he does. Barring injury, look at I look at Judge's numbers this year. Even though he's injury plagued, still 
How he's are you sw- gonna- even though he's swinging, he's he's not swinging. He's, he, I mean, you could tell he's rusty. I'm not going to sit here and say he should hit a home run every time. He should go five for five with five home runs and a grand slam. What a, no, no. But anything could happen. It's baseball. He's been injury prone. Yeah, he hasn't played. Right. I used to say that won't happen to him. I hope it doesn't happen because it's fun to see him just mash at City Field. It's pretty fun to see the way he mashes at the at the fucking stadium. So I mean, I hope everything goes well for him. But it's baseball. Let him do it again. Baseball is determined by what you did in the past. Do you want to know who did it again? Gary Sanchez. Why don't we talk about the Kraken a little bit? Or did we already move past the Yankees? Well, we talk about Maybe the I'm just a Yankee boy. Who knows? What about the Kraken? Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. The Kraken, he's, you got to release him. You know, like you release the old says, you got to release him. Once the Kraken is released, damage is done. That's all I can say. That was your that. big point about, yeah. about it. We went back a subject <laughs> so you could say just something, so, could so you could say the Musket is glory. Yeah, you just wanted to say the sausage. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That was your big joke. Moving on. What about the oh, Knicks, man? Yeah. But yeah, no, the Mets. Uh, I don't think. I think the Mets missed the. Uh, I think the Mets missed the playoffs this year. Oh, you think they totally missed? I it? think they missed the playoffs this year. I think next year is their year. They're because they're not catching Atlanta. They're they're like eight games out of the the division. I, they're not going to catch Atlanta. They're a game and a half out of the uh, the wild card spot, but like I said, they're not going to catch the Cubs. All right, just real quickly. This was their pitching stats against uh, Cleveland. They gave up seventeen hits in twenty seven innings. That's way less than one per inning. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No. <laughs> With only four <laughs> earned runs, two home runs, five walks. 26 Ks. That's almost 1K that's, per inning. Yeah, man. That's fucking astounding. Their whip was Hot 0.81. With an ERA of 1.33. Now, given that Cleveland fell on their big three. Fell on the meat and the salt. <laughs> they, they fell on the, the meat and the two potatoes. <laughs> and the pickle. Why that's am I four. having meat, pickles, <laughs> and potatoes? Hey, man. Listen to me. A little turkey... Little cheese. We're not talking about sandwiches, though. Oh, hey, oh. Talking about the kielbasa, the boiled potatoes. Oh. I'm not really a kielbasa kind of guy. I'm more of a salmon kind of guy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Their pitching staff is too good. I mean, yeah. Their overall batting average is 237. But and this is, is balls. Yeah. They have a bad offense. Other than Petey, who? Who else is putting up numbers? That's my point. That's why I say the Mets will miss the playoffs. They're, but they're on the right track. They have a good foundation. That pitching staff is so good. Yeah, they have a great foundation. But dude, with that kind of pitching staff, all you got to do is all you got to do is just get a, a little. You could have B level players at every position, and with that pitching staff, you'll win. Because what did we say earlier in the show, Jeff? Pitching wins championships. That's what I'm saying. So it's hard for me to really count out the Mets if they just make the playoffs. Just make the playoff, Mets. Just make the playoffs. Make some noise. Let's do another Subway Series. I'm with it. I'll be, wait. I will watch that. You guys will probably whip our fucking ass no this time. Way. What the fuck are you talking Ta- about? Tanaka's ERA is 4.68. That's 24th in the major leagues. And? Pretty shitty. He's supposed to be our big game pitcher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One, he is our big game pitcher. Yeah. Two. He, he does, uh, yeah, he does uh, kind of Godzilla it. Okay. Stop interrupting me. Race pun intended. Race pun intended. Alright, moving on from the MLB. Should we talk some uh, football? If you'd like. Should we talk some football? I'd like to talk some football. Some football. Alright, news of today for the Jets. Ah, Jets. uh, Yeah, they signed... I love their new jerseys. They're sick, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Definitely sicker than our secondary. Oh, God. Our secondary's gone down like flies, guys. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. So we signed this new receiver. He played for the Ravens. One whole game, guys. One game is under his belt. 48 minutes. I don't think he played the full 48. He did. He appeared in one game. <laughs> and he had nothing to show for it. But uh, Typical Jets. Quincy Adobo-ho. Adobo-ho. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it anymore. We shall just name him... Quincy. Quincy Jones, we'll call him. 
No, we won't no. call him Quincy just Jones. Quincy. Just Quincy. But he's Quince. uh 6'3", 200 pounds. He's only 22. Big guy. He went to Ole Miss. In his four-year career, he had a total of 106 receptions for 1,454 yards, which averaged out to about 13.7 with 11 touchdowns. Man, you're good at math. <laughs> right? Uh, 2015 was his career year in college, where he had uh, 38 receptions for 604 yards. It has an average of 15.9 and 7 TDs. What I like, though, is that he's a big guy. Stout. Yeah. I mean, he does run the 40-yard in 4.42. So, I mean, he's quick. Yeah, pretty he's good. He's not blazing. He's no bolt. He's faster, but, faster than me. Well, yeah. What I, but what I liked was this. He finished the cone in in 6.73 seconds with a vertical jump of 34.5. So wow. he's athletic. He's very he athletic. He can get up there at 6'3". He could dunk a basketball. Well, yeah, of course. Yes. But that's, that's the NBA. We're talking about the NFL. <laughs> he's an athletic guy. Yeah. So, I mean, he could be the guy that goes up and gets the ball. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. But does he? Uh, does this now take away uh, Does this take away from the growth of Robbie Anderson? Does this... Uh, I don't think it, so. Because we know that Quincy and you and uh, I hope I said that right. Yeah, and, and you and uh, Yeah. We'll call him another Quincy. Quincy one. He'll be... Yeah, he's Quince one. No. <laughs> uh, so... Because we know that Quincy and Yunua, I can't say that name. Quincy and Yunua. In Yunua. We know that he's the, he's the, you know, the number one receiver on the Jets right now. Yeah. He and has, you know what? I think he deserves it. He does. He, I mean, he has the best hands. He's very mobile. He does. He runs his routes very, very well. He's a yak man. Absolutely. Mr. Yak man. Yeah, man. Ski for sure. Ba, 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 da, da. Ba, 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 da, da. Jets <laughs> fucked it, fucked it up. Man, they fucked it up <laughs> with this, this damn look. We have safeties, and who the fuck is Marcus May, man? What the fuck is this guy? His 2018 totals is 30 tackles, a half a sack. My guy, how do you get a half a sack? My guy, I'm looking to get a half a sack of fries. What are you doing? <laughs> the fuck is this shit? One forced fumble and one interception the whole year. The whole year that you played, and you played over 10 games, my guy? Terrible. Unacceptable. Okay, here, I'm not too worried about the defense. Well, I'm worried about the defense, but not to the point where I think that's going to be a bullshit year. Oh, you think so? Tell me why. I think that the, the Jets have a real chance. A real chance of what? Of winning more than a game. <laughs> oh, no, no, Jeff. I Listen, disagree with you. We have an actual quarterback this time. Yes, we do so have Sam Donald. Yes, no, he's real. No, nothing. He's no, a he's, real quarterback. He's, he's the big ticket, he I agree. He proved it in the last four games yes. of the season. He had some bright spots in between, but those last four games, he had the highest QBR in all of the NFL. You can't do that if you don't have talent. Sure, you he's gotta got have some arm. kind of talent. He's a stud. He's mobile. He's a stud, bro. He's he's a stud. He's got it all. He's a he's a very good. He's a dominant pocket passer. And words go out of camp that they're saying that his arm strength is better. Oh yeah, he's throwing the ball harder, harder, yeah. harder. Now you have a good quarterback. Then you throw in Anderson, who's grown as a receiver. I like him. I like his growth. Yes, Quincy Nua, who's definitely grown as a receiver. Who is a number one in the NFL? Um, you put yeah. you put him on any other team, he's still a number one or number or number two. two. He's he's gonna he's gonna get his receptions. He's gonna get his. He receptions. can run around. Absolutely, he's got hands. So you're saying the Jets are gonna win over eight games or eight games? I say eight games plus. You hear it here first. Eight games plus for the Jets. Simply why? Because of our offense. We have a new uh, we have a new center. Well, a new old center. A new old center. Yes. He's a veteran center. A new old center. A new old center. We have some. So Darnell does have much more protection. I see your point. I see where, you know, the Jets may have a, a high octane offense. I do agree with that. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to argue the numbers that Le'Veon Bell, which brings me to my point, my brother. 
I'm not going to sit here and say Le'Veon Bell is not going to have a tremendous season, rush for over 1,000 yards, have some receiving yards. Some. Because he could catch. Some receiving yards. I firmly believe he's going to do the seasons he had in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. I agree. I feel like he's even better than, you know, the player that he was in Pittsburgh. I feel like he's he's going to he's gonna come back and he's just going to just drop the bomb on the ground. It's going to be the Jets. The, the offense is not the Jets' problem. The Jets' problem is its secondary and its safeties and its corners. Here's why. Here's why I believe, Jeff, the Jets are going to go 7-9. and nine. And in those seven games, that's when Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnell and Robbie Anderson and Quincy and Yinua is going to shine. Okay. That's when you're going to see them just assembling and taking shit down. Like It's going to be a, a, a gun fest. Those games, those are going to be high-scoring games, 34 to, to 30, 48 to – it's going to be a, a one of those kind of games because I'm going to – you know, Darnell's going to throw for 3, 350. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's going to rush for about 180 that game, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, so the defense – I mean, like I said, I was bringing up numbers – both safeties and corners are not going to perform at a high level. We've seen previews of that in preseason. I'm not going to say that that, you know, but the first stringers, I'm not talking about the second stringers or even the second stringers because they sub in and sub out. So you've seen problems in the secondary. You've seen problems with those, like I said, those five or 10 yard slant plays, just ripping up that secondary, eating, just completely making the corners look stupid. We got a guy at corner called Trumaine Johnson. In 2018, he had 35 tackles, no sacks, one forced fumble, and four interceptions. That's all of his last year's total, okay? Throughout the whole, you know, the both corners the safe, and both safeties, the Jets have six interceptions. With Johnson having the most. Seven, excuse me. Yes, with, uh, with, with Trumaine Johnson having the most at four. Daryl Roberts... 41 tackles, no sacks, no forced fumbles, one interception. That's our other cornerback. Our short safety, Jamal Adams. In 2018, he had 86 tackles. He's the one who makes everyone, he's the one who shines brightest in this list because he has 86 tackles, three and a half sacks, three forced fumbles, and one pick. Okay. Now, those are, de- those are decent numbers, those are good numbers. But, like, they look so good on paper because Marcus May in 2018 had 30 tackles, a half a sack, like I said earlier. I mean, like I said, I'm looking for a half a sack of fries, my guy. But um, this, uh, the, the corners and the safeties are going are gonna to be the Jets' demise. I, the, Tom Brady's going to have a field day with that secondary. But the, that's, that, that works in Tom Brady's favor, those little short plants, just keeping the first down after first down after first down. They're going to be able to stop the run game, you know, because – our line is excellent. Our defensive line is, is nice. But, you know, as you drop back into the linebackers and things like that, I mean, they're, they're, they're just, quarterbacks are just going to eat the middle of the field up with the Jets. And then, you know, just, just if you want to go deep on them as well, I mean, you're going to go deep. So Tom Brady's going to have a field day with that. I believe uh, Patrick Mahoney is going to tear us up. Have so much fun with us. Okay, but here's the thing. What I see is Is that- his name Patrick Mahoney? Did I blow it? Pat Mahomes? Yeah, is it Pat Kansas Mahomes. City Chiefs? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Just get my facts. Here's <laughs> the thing though. When you have a weak secondary, what teams do is they try to compensate that by having a crazy front line. Sure. I firmly believe that we do have a good front line. With with Williams, with... Yeah, Leonard Williams is a beast. Leonard Williams with uh, Quinnen Williams. I mean, they're... I mean, the line is not the problem, Jeff. The line is not the problem. It's the secondary. Like I said, you know, the... The linebackers, the the, the corners, the safeties, they're, they're horrible. They're not, they're not what you need to win. They're not going to be, like I said, I mean, come on, for cornerbacks? But hold on, For two cornerbacks to only have, like, three interceptions okay, for the whole wait year? wait a minute, hold on. When the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they didn't have a stud secondary. They had a secondary by committee. Better than this shit. They, 
Are you serious? Yeah, obviously. They won a fucking trophy, my their guy. Line, their line won the game. Well, yeah, because I guess the no, the fucking nobody had time to throw the ball. Well, that's what I'm saying. But is this line as good as the Giants' I line? I don't see that, why it can't be. Well, we got to find out. I really don't see we why gotta it can't be. We got to find out. If it is, guess what? Great. But... Come on, Jeff. That line was ridiculous. That the Giants line when they beat the Patriots when they was made when they was in the Super Bowl. That that line is heavy hitters. Crazy shit. Moving on. Giants. You can rip into the Giants. You're like the. You hate <laughs> the Giants like I hate the Mets. By the way, I feel like the Mets ain't a New York team. There, I said it. They shouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't hate the Giants. I, I don't I, like them. They're just so uninteresting for me. I was so happy when they beat the Patriots because I never want to see Boston accomplish anything. That's just – I can't. I don't like it. I don't even want to go eat there. Like one of those – if if I'm heading – if there's a way we could drive around Boston so we don't even have to drive through it, that would be best. But the Giants are just very, very – they're just so uninteresting. They're, they're just – I don't care. All right, so I have actually question <laughs> Fuck since you don't care. I don't. Do you think it's a rebuilding year? Absolutely. How well do you think they're doing with the whole transitioning? Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, I think they did it. I think they're taking a, a a step in the right direction with that quarterback they drafted. Um, seen some highlights Daniel of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, yes, I seen some highlights of him throwing the ball around, and uh, seems pretty sharp. I seen his first series in the preseason when he tore us up for that drive, and mm. I, I liked his style, for sure. But then again, I just I don't give a fuck about the Giants. I mean, they're just so boring. I, I can't. I'm not interested in them. I wish I was. I mean, props to the fans that you know. I'm happy they're you know they're an established you know New York team. They have a huge fan base. You know they are you know it's the fucking Giants. I hear you. I understand. Again, I was so happy when they beat the Patriots, and plus New York won a chip. But uh, just not a Giants fan, my guy. I just, I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> so what's then your opinion on reports saying that uh, Jones not showing up in preseason as uh, people thought he would? Skill-wise? Skill I think he should go in and get some reps. So then, do you feel any different about skill-wise him not showing up in uh, some of the practices. Like, what is your opinion on that when players have the talent? You're talking about practice? Practice no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Listen, uh, he's a young quarterback. To. He's a young quarterback. I think he needs all the reps he can get. Because when once the once the real NFL game starts, you're going to have some monsters coming at your ass, bro. You need to be ready and you need to be sharp for it. So I think him skipping out on practice and not getting involved with the team and the scrimmages and things like that, that shows um, some, um, how can I say, that shows inexperience. That shows um, immaturity. Nice. He's very immature. Yes. Very. That's, you, know, you just, you, you, you got to show up with the boys ready for war. But here's his line real fast. Last uh, preseason game they played against the Bengals. I, I given it's the Bengals. Nine completions, uh, 11 attempts for 40, 141 yards, 81.8 completion percentage. He had a 12.8 yards per attempt. Uh, no TDs, but no picks. He had a long of 35, a QB rating of 118.8. I mean, those are good numbers. Solid numbers. Uh, he obviously knows how to play the position. He, he plays it well. But again, it's preseason. Also, with their young core of receivers. I feel that they have a chance to grow together. Young quarterback, young core receivers, they will be able to learn each other's routes the way Well, you gotta give them time to mesh together. That's exactly. if, you know, management doesn't wanna break that up. I don't think any other team is they gonna go LBJ. Yeah, but LBJ was a big name and it was able to get draft picks. I never knew LeBron there. James played for the Giants. <laughs> I don't think any other team is going after Jones, Flower. Who um, knows? They might have good seasons. Okay. Who knows? I, I if they do have a good season, they're under contract. So I don't know how. The, what team is going to be like? Oh, I got to get Jones right now. Yeah, that's true. No one. So I believe it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun football year. 
It is going to be a it fun is. football year. And even though I don't care about the Giants, I still have to watch them because they're a New York team and I love sports. It has nothing to do with that. They're usually a 1 o'clock game when the Giants are a 4 o'clock game. So what else are you going to watch works. on a Sunday? It works. Now, real quickly. I like to fiddle my faddle at 3.30 though. Fiddle the faddle? <laughs> yeah, I like to fiddle my faddle at 3.30. Isn't 3:30 that a though. popcorn snack? Huh? Isn't that a popcorn snack? Yes. It's with caramel and chocolate. It yeah. fiddles the faddle. Fiddles the faddle. Yep. Now... Get your head out of the gutter, buddy. <laughs> I said popcorn snack. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Do you think that... Our colleagues already at ESPN is, uh, you know, messaging us. So, <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Do you think that it's going to be Manning's team until he loses it? Or do you think that he's already lost it's it? It's Manning's team until he retires. So you better you, show that boy respect. You don't think that... Uh, Jones is going to get any playing time during the regular season. He should. He, that's a tough one, my guy, because it's for me. It's like he's he's brought two championships to the city. Went against the beast twice, defeated the beast, slayed the monster twice. You you better give him hand jobs whenever he wants. Just let him fucking play until he retires. You you can't disrespect him like that. If he chooses to leave and if he says he wants to be traded or if he doesn't want to be on the Giants no more, then that's fine. Then you'd be able to move on. But as long as he's on the Giants, I think he needs to be the quarterback. Just for the fact that he's won you two championships and you just can't put his face in the shit like that. Well, here is Eli's career stats. 55,981 yards. A lot of, lot, of, lot of throwing. 360 touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns. Only 239 picks with a 84.1. QBR. That could be Hall of Fame. He I don't could see be a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Fame. He could be a Hall of Famer. I think. I think he. He's got two rings. He's got two championships. Uh, over sixty-five thousand uh, throwing yards. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Ah. Okay. Well, fifty-five. I'd like to see if if he puts up if he puts up big numbers this year. If he had, if he throws for three four thousand yards this year. I don't know if he's going to get that many reps. Right. I feel that Jones. The first hiccup, they're going to pull him and put Jones in. If they do that, uh, the Giants organization is the most disrespectful organization in the world. I feel like they're waiting for it. I think they're kind of forcing Eli Manning to retire or ask to be traded. I don't think he's for going to Jones. Play. I don't think he's going to be traded. That'd be stupid. I feel like the Giants are going to give Eli Manning four starts, and if they end up going two and two, I feel like they're going to pull him. And I feel like they're going to trade him to put other pieces around the uh, what team's the new get guy. Uh, what team needs a veteran quarterback? What team needs a quarterback? I think Washington will like to take a hack at him. I think maybe uh, the Redskins would be a good destination for him. Um, they do that. Who do, do they still have? Kirk Cousins. They do. So then I don't know. I mean, some. I'm sure someone will want his services. Like we said, he's a two-time champion. He knows how to play. He's, he's, it's Eli Manning for Christ's sakes. But here's the thing. Why do that when you have this veteran know-how that could tutor your young quarterback? Every team in the NFL that drafts a young quarterback either keeps their... The Raiders might trade for him. For what? What do you mean for what? Why would the Raiders want him? Because they, they, have, An- they have Antonio Brown and Derek Carr is a choke artist. I understand what you mean by that. But I don't see him leaving the Giants. Like I was they might to... push him out. They just might because they're you know that would make no sense. They just might. Why if would the you Giants do that? go two and two? Let's say in the first four weeks the Giants are two and two, and let's say they got blown out. Uh, like the, let's say the two games that they lost, the Giants only scored a field goal. I think they push him out and they you know bring in this new young you know. Talent, I guess. I think that's just the direction the NFL in itself is going to. But there's a difference. If you look at the Browns with Baker Mayfield and how exciting he is, the Jets with Sam Darnell. But there's a difference between getting traded and losing a starting job. An old quarterback loses a starting job, but I don't see a team trading him afterwards when they traded OBJ. Yeah, but for so why wouldn't reasons. they trade? Why wouldn't they trade Eli Manning? Maybe they traded OBJ because he was a diva and he was a locker room cancer and he just didn't, you know, 
they but again he's all in all rather he is a diva and he's a bad you know person to be around of in the locker room and no stars want to play with him and nobody wants to play with him he's a fucking amazing wide receiver understandable he's top notch he's top flight not just the city of the world craig but that leads to an argument of who makes who look better does good receivers make decent quarterbacks look better or does good quarterbacks make decent receivers look better as jet fans we've seen what veteran quarterback with veteran wide receivers wide receivers with sanchez and holmes exactly holmes made sanchez look so nice we've seen what veteran wide receivers do to a decent quarterback they make them look good sure santonio holmes made aaron sanchez look uh look pretty good i mean and look nice at times with sanchez holding the reins made it to what two afcs yeah two two uh two afc championship appearances because we had a strong defense a good running game and veteran wide receivers that knew how to catch the ball that's right now on the flip side now on the flip side you have a quarterback like Tom Brady where you could plug any player there and yeah. he just makes them look great. I mean, how many wide receivers left the Patriots organization, went on other teams because they got a bigger payday, Whitehead. and then was junk? Edelman. They were horrible because a good quarterback does it. That's right. So right. it, it's a balance. It's a 50-50. It is a 50-50. I mean, it's going to be an exciting NFL year. The, uh, the, you know, the OBJ and Baker Mayfield one, two, I, they're going to make some noise, bro. The Cleveland Browns, I think I'm I'm digging them. I'm liking their style. Baker Mayfield, I've got to be honest with you, I wanted to see him in the green and white. I, I know like- Sam Darnell is a stud, but, man, Baker Mayfield is, the, is, is, a, is, a, is a dynamite quarterback. He really is. I really like him at that spot. I really, really like him at that spot. You want to know who else is dynamite, bro? Who? R.J. Barrett. The Knicks picked up in the draft. Okay, let's talk a little about him. I love him. He reminds me a lot of Dwayne Wade. He's very Dwayne Wade-ness. After what people made out of Knicks? Uh, The Knicks are still going to be trash. After what the people made out of Knox... And saying that they're comparing him to a young. <laughs> no, no, let's just stop. Should I should finish that? No, don't. Don't even do that. Uh, I personally think uh, Kevin Knox is a complete bust and should be trade bait this season. Well, in 28 minutes, he was averaging, what, like 12.8 points a game. Four and a half rebounds, one assist. If he averaged twelve points a game, those were the sleepy. Those were the sleepiest twelve points I've ever witnessed because I never seen him score. He was supposed to be this crazy jump shooter, slasher, slasher Kevin Durant kind of guy. My ass. He needs to be trade bait out of the bunch. Uh, the Knicks, they really got raped in free agency. Uh, they just once again, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn is gonna be. I mean, that's a different subject. The Knicks, they're not gonna make the playoffs. Here's why. I like to call this. Here's why they suck. Uh, they suck because they struck out in free agency. The core is still too young. Uh, I really, really like Alonzo Trier. He really has that killer instinct, but he needs more time to grow. You know, just he needs at least another season this season to get another you know NBA season in his belt. Um. He still has that killer instinct, which I love. Mitchell Robinson, though. My God, what a monster. monster. My God, He's what a beast. Monster. But even though I see him as a future all-star, he still needs seasoning, both offensively, defensively. He needs to work on his rebounding. He needs to be a presence in the paint where he can, you know, just be a magnet at the rebounds. It, he needs to work on his defense. He needs to know how to stay down, not jump at every, you know, head fake. Um, I, I believe that once he gets that, he doesn't need a jump shot. Once he gets his defense down packed where he's a problem, because he's a problem now, he'll jump 13 feet in the air and block your jump shot. Um, but if he could just stay low, you know what I'm saying? Stay low. I think he's got it. Um, like I said, Kevin Knox, complete bust. 
trade bait has to be. I love Barrett. Gotta give him. Monster at Duke. Monster at Duke. He was, you know, outshined by the new king, Zion Williams. Sin. But here's um, the thing. Before Zion came on. To the he court, was projected the number one overall pick. One. Yeah, absolutely. But then, you know, Zion came and just, you know, busted a nut over everybody. So. Over the whole NCAA. You can kind of say that the Knicks got a number one pick. We got a there. number one pick. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got, a, we got Dwayne Wade. We got the new Dwayne Wade. I have a theory. Okay, I have like this uh, uh, conspiracy theory. Oh, tinfoil hat time, guys. Oh, shit. Uh, R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson is the new Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron James. Uh, although Zion Williamson doesn't have the shooting ability LeBron does. But at LeBron that point... LeBron didn't have it when he first came up, he, Well, he was a little better. Zion can't shoot. He cannot shoot. He Zion's does not a have it. But he's a big he guy. He can't shoot at all. His jump shot is horrible. His free throws. You he, think it, that he needs a jump shot? He doesn't. Right now? I, I stop saying he doesn't even need it for his whole career. His dunks, his his inside scoring is it's so unbelievable and so thrilling and so unstoppable that he doesn't need it. Shaq, he's like a smaller Shaq with uh, with some handles. Um, I believe that in six years, Zion Williamson will be in New York playing. Right alongside R.J. Barrett because they have a bromance. You know, like how me and you have a bromance, even though we're real bros, we still have a bromance. But we love each other. If we ever got drafted to play sports, even though we're not athletic, uh, we used to be athletic, but now we're not. <laughs> I would want to be on your team. I if I if I hit free agency and you got the nuts contract, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna tell my agent, is there any way you could team me up with my brother? Because I love him. That's how they love each other. Uh, They're brothers. Morrison. Brothers. Right. Exactly. So uh, that's my little theory. Call it a Knicks fan theory. Call it a, 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 a wet dream of a Knicks fan. You can call it that. I'll call it that. Um, but that's what just what I see. Um, the bench on that Knicks team, though, non-existent. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's as bad as we may think because you're talking about starters last year now going to the rightful place of the bench. Uh, I mean, who's who's going to be riding the bench this year? Um, I wouldn't even know who's filling out the roster. I mean, I know we um, Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be a bright spot. Um, we can't forget about uh, Damian Dotson, how he's going to grow. I do see him having some potential, but this team is still, you know, it needs it needs another couple years to gel. This team will be a playoffs team in maybe two years. Do you think that the Jets may? Whoop. You stuttering bastard. Do you think that the Knicks make the playoffs? No. Definitely not. What seed? What seed? We're do you think they're, what do you think they're going to I think to they're going to finish 10th. 10? 10th or 9th. We'll, wow. we'll, we're going we're gonna to definitely win over 17, but we'll probably win like 25 games at best. 26 games. I actually games. think that they will sneak into the No way. I don't even think 26 wins get you to 10th spot. Does it? I'm not sure. We got to see how bad the East is this year. But the Knicks are winning like 26, 27 games. A uh, that's that's people, a great season. A lot of people left the East again. That West is stacked. Yeah, but you you still got to deal with Milwaukee. There's still Boston. Boston okay. got rid of Kyrie. There's the Nets now. Okay, uh, but that's three teams. Yeah. What, three it, teams is going to make the whole eight spot? Yeah, but okay, you make the playoffs, you're going to want to make noise. But I'd like to see the Knicks make the playoffs. But the but you're right, the East could be so bad that a 28-game winner might make the playoffs because there is nobody in the East. Who's in the East? Think about it. There's nobody other than Giannis. The Bucks are good. The 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 Can we say the Wizards? The Wizards are a playoff team. The Celtics are a playoff team. Orlando's a playoff team. Uh, the, Nets. the Nets are for sure going to be a playoff team, for sure. Okay, so um, so that's five. Are the Knicks better than Charlotte? Probably, maybe, maybe on that level. Maybe. I don't know about that. I, I mean, mean Charlotte a, did just lose Kemba Walker. We have, a lot, know? we have a lot of young talent that is wild and ready to just play basketball. I don't know how wild they are. They don't want to, you know, no Knicks are playing USA basketball. Why are you not going and playing in the Olympics? Why am I not seeing a Mitchell Robinson in the Olympics? I don't care. Why? Why should they? And risk injury? 
Why should Mitchell Robinson? Why should uh, Tier go? Why should they go and sprain an ankle, break a finger, get poked in the eye, stub a toe? <laughs> why should they do all of that? That's true, I guess. I still, I just I want to see them get their reps, and I want them to be in midseason form for when the season starts. They won't be; they'll be tired. I guess you're right. I guess the, I guess there's, a, you know, cons in every pros. Cons in every pros. Huh? Yes, absolutely. Are we talking about the Brooklyn Nets? We could talk some Nets. You want to talk some Nets? We could talk some Nets. They had a crazy free agency. They got the everyone in the world. I hear that <laughs> Jesus Christ is playing uh, point guard, God is playing center, and Bugs Bunny's filling out the bench. Oh, wow. I mean... They... I heard that, you know, God, Jesus, and Satan is willing to put their differences aside and, you know, just form some sort of new uh, big three. I, that's pretty much what they it's have possibility, already. yes. So, what is there to talk about? They're going to win I mean, over 40 games. they don't have Kevin Durant right now. They're not going to have Kevin Durant this year. Um, can Kyrie Irving lead the team past the first round? Because they gave Philly a problem last year, minus Kyrie. Crabtree, very nice. Um, leading the team in the, in, in the direction it's supposed to go. Um, I would have liked to see the Nets also sign Tobias Harris. If they would have gotten Tobias along with it, along with Kyrie to play now, I think the Nets would have done some serious damage, but they obviously ran out of money, so that would be impossible. But that's just me being a fan. Or, yeah, I could say a fan. Um, the Nets, you know, they'll make the playoffs. They'll be a good team, but they're not going to win the championship just with Kyrie. If he could, if Kyrie couldn't win the championship with the Celtics roster, he's not going to do it with this Nets roster I think until that, Kevin Durant arrives. I think that the Nets roster is better than... It's better than the Knicks roster. It's better than a lot of teams' rosters right now. I think that the Nets roster is better than the Celtics roster. They have a lot of young players that have already proven themselves. Oh, so you think that you think that the Nets roster are better than is better than Boston right now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a bold statement. I mean, big bold statements. They have key players that can play offense and defense. So can the so can the Celtics though? Are you talking like? We were talking about Rogier, we're talking about Tatum, we're talking about Brown. I mean, these guys can play. They were, you know, a, a Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. I'm not saying that Boston not is a bad year, team. Not this year, last year I'm talking about, you know, Kyrie was the cancer of that team. I'm not saying that Boston is a bad team. I'm just saying that right now the Nets have a bigger upside than... than uh... Possibly, I mean, the Nets, man, they're, you know, Crabtree, dude. I'm saying he's... Dim did do dimwitty. You're looking at some talent there. As much as I hate to say it, there's talent on Batman, that squad for sure. Their locks gonna win over forty games. Their locks going to be. Uh, they'll win forty. They'll win forty seven, forty eight games. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, they'll win forty seven, forty eight. I'm saying this is you got to remember it's the same Nats team from last year plus Kyrie. Kyrie gets you at least seven wins just well, by himself. You also got to remember that the the. Eastern Conference is so it's much really, more softer yeah, now. Yeah, it's bad. I hear you. But I'm just saying, I mean, I, I'm i not going to sit here and say just with Kyrie, they're an automatic 51 team. I do. With I that wouldn't. team? I wouldn't. With the, the pieces around them? I'd say they win 47, 48 games. Well, how many did they win last year? Uh, the Nets went 42 and 40. Okay, so the Nets went 42 and 40 without Kyrie. So that means right, exactly. And I said that you know Kyrie Irving gives you at least at least seven wins by himself. So that that's the equivalent of, of almost fifty games, forty nine games, I guess. Yeah. So how could they not go any further than what they did last year? I guarantee they go farther if everyone stays healthy and everyone plays to the back of their sports card. Then they're going to make noise in the regular season. And locks in the playoffs. I don't see how they don't make noise. They're definitely going to make noise. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that they're not going to make noise. They're going to make a lot of noise. They're going to, you know, they'll Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to they'll they'll be involved. Um, I just I don't see Kyrie taking if they, if Kyrie couldn't take the Boston Celtics roster of last year to the finals, he's not going to do it with the Nets until the return of Kevin Durant. 
Once Kevin Durant comes back to the Nets, the Nets win multiple championships. Kevin Durant is on the same level as LeBron James is. Past that. Not talent-wise, hate-wise. Hate-wise? Talent-wise, he's past that. Hate-wise? I don't hate him. I don't understand why no one wants to come play for the Knicks. Because James Dolan is a dickhead. And you don't think Mark Cuban? You don't think... Mark Cuban, no. You can't put James Dolan in the same fucking conversation with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is an excellent owner. He's on Shark Tanks, for Christ's sakes. I love He loves the Mavericks. I love me some Mark Cuban, but I'm just saying, there's some eccentric owners out there that meddle into the team. James Jerry Dolan's Jones in yeah, the NFL. Yeah. But Jerry Jones is at least is an is a NFL brain, bro. James Dolan don't know shit about basketball. James Dolan don't know dick about dick, my guy. He hasn't been meddling in the basketball affairs since Melo. It doesn't matter if he meddles or not. Do you want to know who meddles? Putin meddles. Okay? James Dolan is not a, a meddler. When he was a meddler, it sucked. When he doesn't meddle, it still sucks. I hate James Dolan. Nobody wants to play. If I feel this way about him, how do you think NBA players... He, did you see what he did to Charles Oakley? After all the years that Charles Oakley gave the organization, he's a legend in New York. He arrested him in the middle of Madison Square Garden. Shame on you, James Dolan. Shame yeah, on you, my guy. That is a long time ago. And we're not talking about that. I'm talking about this free agency. We wasn't able to get anybody, not one. Because the roster, team. but they're gonna. Because the roster that the Knicks have, they didn't make the playoffs. They only won 17 games last year. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant didn't want to. Obviously, didn't want to play with Alonzo Trier, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, yeah, and company. He just didn't want to play with them. Yeah, so they decided to go play with Crabtree. Go, go. I don't think there's a guy named Crabtree on the team. I think it's uh, Dimwitty. Dimwitty, he they obviously wanted to play with Dimwitty. They wanted to play with the team that that pushed uh, that pushed uh, the 76ers, a, a top ranking team in the in the Eastern Conference. They wanted to play with the team that they both wanted to come to New York. I heard rumbles that New York were their destinations, but it just didn't work out. Well, they picked the wrong team. Well, it is what it is. As a Brooklyn boy, I'll tell you right now. How as listen, as a Knicks fan and as somebody that lives in Brooklyn. That's from Brooklyn, born and raised in Brooklyn. How do I not go to Barclay and, and be a part of something like that? Okay, so then you can go to Barclay. I'll get you season tickets to the Met game. I don't want to go to the start going to the Giants game. And then you know what? I could start finally calling you what you really are. A bandwagon. I'd rather sniff cats' asses. <laughs> than watch a fucking Giants game. That's taking it too far, though. Um... I just don't understand it. It's going to be tough, man. I mean, Kyrie, and then especially when Durant shows up. I just want the Knicks to be good. Yeah, I want the Knicks to be good too, but uh, dude, Durant at the Barclays Center? Durant and Irving at the Barclays every night? What the freaking do, Basil? What does it all mean? It means that that's real star power over there, man. Okay, wrong team, wrong stadium, yeah, wrong part well, of hey, New what York. are we going to do? What, are they, what is the Knicks going to do? It's shameful. It is what it is. It's shameful. It can't be the taxes. Because what? same taxes, it's exactly. It's it's obviously Jeff. It's obviously the culture of the Knicks. It's in turmoil. They just got through trading KP. I guarantee you, if KP was selling the Knicks, they'd come. Bullshit. They didn't oh no way. No no not dude. If there was never free agents when yes when, they was no they Are wasn't you stupid. So you're saying? Did you just call me stupid on our inaugural episode show? Yes. So you're saying that these people. Never jump ship while KP was on the Knicks. Think long and hard about that one because I just think you got your dates Who, wrong. Kyrie Irving from Cleveland to Boston? Kyrie Irving re-signed with Cleveland. Kevin Love signed with Cleveland because LeBron James and Kyrie Irving was there. So who jumped ship, Jeff? Like seriously, like, like that ass. Like who jumped ship during the time KP was uh, on rookie contract with the Knicks? Who? It wasn't Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant chose the Warriors. He would hit free agency, though. Yeah, but he chose the Warriors so he could win but a championship. Because he, he wanted to win a championship. He won championships. 
He got it out of his system. If and if KP was selling the Knicks right now, you think he'd come to New York? Probably Bullshit. because probably. Well, yeah, he could have. Yeah, I guess nobody no wants to be on the Knicks, Knicks, bro. Knicks to win. That's all because of the chemistry, James Dolan, Fuck that the bullshit. ownership. Listen, man. Listen, no they one liked want... no one liked the Steinbrenners either. But guess what? It was a fucking All Star game every night in the in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, you you can't put you can't put the Steinbrenners with uh, with. Any staffer involved with a little bit you can because you got to remember that the Steinbrenners in the early years they was a meddling team. There was a meddling ownership. George too. Steinbrenner. Per, George Steinbrenner is the reason why they won all those World Series in the seventies and the nineties. Our dynasty. Cashman with the though. you know. You know there was a period of time when Steinbrenner owned the team and the team sucked ass. Yeah, in the eighties. Okay, we call those the dark years, but they still exist. They're still well, filmed. Hey, man, he bounced back. He he was hauled ass in the seventies, ate shit in the eighties, bounced back, created a dynasty in the nineties, and was extremely relevant during the two thousands. My point is that Steinbrenner didn't have that great name that he has now. No, he had the shit name of a. So, are you saying James Dolan is going to mighty morph into a George Steinbrenner? God, I hope so. One day. If he did mighty morph 10 seasons ago, that motherfucker ain't morphing into shit. Fuck Dolan. Yeah, me too. Fuck him. In the ear. I think my blood pressure has gone high enough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, this was so fun. Uh, we want to, before we, uh, you know, go start fingering our assholes and stuttering while we do it. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys are fans, you know, continue clicking, continue listening. Uh, Remember to like, comment where you can, share it. You can listen to us. On, tell your friends, tell your mother. You can listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Plays being little fuckers and it won't accept my RSS feed for some reason. So fuck Google. But you can listen to us anywhere else that shares a podcast. If you want, I'll give you a call and I'll curse your mother. <laughs> Same difference to me. He'll eat you out of house and home too. See, that was a fat joke. Sure was. So people don't know. He's a chubby bunny. <laughs> Only in the bedroom. And we close with that. Good night, New York. Night. <laughs>